Hello, product innovators. Today, we learn from a 30-year trade show expert on how to use trade shows to launch your invention and grow your product sales. You're listening to the Product Startup Podcast, the show that helps bring your product idea to life by chatting with successful inventors, product developers, manufacturers, and hardware industry professionals. Our goal here is to get to the bottom of what makes a product successful, from initial idea to getting your product on store shelves. We're taking you step-by-step to build a functional product and scale your product business. Hosted by Kevin Mako, one of North America's leading experts on hardware development for small product businesses. Now, onto the show. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Jim Cermak to the show. Jim is the founder of Trade Show University, an organization that educates and consults small businesses on winning at trade shows. He's been both in the trade show industry for 30 years, but also in the consumer product development and marketing business for many years. He's also the host of the Trade Show University podcast. Today, Jim is going to share some valuable knowledge on how inventors, startups, and small manufacturers can first choose a great show to exhibit at, then how to do a great job at landing big sales at the show itself. Now, on to the episode. Jim, welcome to the show. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. Really, really glad to be here. Well, it's great to have met you uh, a few months ago. We met through a mutual friend, JLD from Entrepreneurs on Fire, and he's yeah. one of the biggest podcasters in the world. Uh, I know we both learned an incredible amount from him, both personally and through his podcast show. So it's great yes. to meet you there and good to now have you on this show. Oh, yes. Yeah, JLD is the best. And uh, that's tip number one <laughs> for any hardware startup out there. Make sure you're listening to uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire and, and other great podcasts. Yeah, great show. I listen to it uh, regularly as well. So we're here to talk about trade shows today. I'm very excited. Just give us a bit of a background, Jim, of how you got into this business. Sure, sure. I've been in uh, been in marketing for over 30 years. And one of the first things that I did. I, I worked for a candy company, Fanny Farmer Candy, if you can remember that way back in the day. I don't know. They're not around anymore, but they were huge. They had, a, they had uh, hundreds of stores across the country. And I got to go to my very first trade show, which was the Philadelphia Candy Show. And I've never, never been to a, a trade show before. I wasn't sure what to expect, but the group of us were going. We get there and it's this mecca of candy and uh, and boots and all these companies just giving out samples and I was I was ex- I was so excited just to be able to eat candy for quite a quite a while but then you wanted a burger after about an hour or two <clears throat> but it was uh, just a phenomenal experience because everyone was excited and then uh, then from there I went to a manufacturing company and I got to go to my first trade show there and I'm like oh well this is probably not going to be near as exciting but it was because everyone was there talking about their products they were excited about to share, showcase their products. So ever since then, I've just been so, uh, I have become convinced that the trade shows are one of the best marketing tools if done right uh, for companies of, of any type, especially hardware startups. It's a great, great way for them to showcase new products. So that's how I got started in it. And just over the years, I've done hundreds and hundreds of shows, uh, both pl- from a planning standpoint, from an exhibiting standpoint, I've learned so much. And and today I, I just love to share uh, share knowledge with, uh, with businesses. Well, that's great. And I know trade shows are very powerful. A lot of major hardware companies have got their start at a trade show or got their big ticket, you know, and um, yes. that's what trade shows are a really important part or can be an important part of somebody's product sales or product distribution roadmap and a great way to meet many people in the industry as well as many potential buyers, especially right now with COVID, given that 
the people who are now going back to trade shows, I mean, those are people who are very engaged. And something you and I talked yes. about before we came on to the show, the people who are at the trade shows now, these are serious people. These are the decision makers. They want to be there. They're there to do business and they're there to learn about new products, especially yes. if they're at a hardware show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're not sending their, uh, their whole team of people to just go pick up, uh, pick up giveaways. They're there to make decisions, to figure out what products they're going to start carrying, you know, the big retailers, uh, which product, which, uh, hardware companies are going to be looking to bring on new, new products into their lines. So it's a great place for, for companies. And like you said, there's a lot of companies that were startups at one point bringing their very first product and trying to get some exposure that, got the eyes of those buyers that they never would have been able to get in front of any other way, but they just happen to be walking past at the right time and they're in the right place and they're able to, to uh, reach out and make that connection and showcase their product and led to a big deal. Uh, it's incredible. It's one heck of a feeling when that happens as well. Even just the hustle and bustle of it all is phenomenal. I've been to many trade shows on behalf of clients or just visiting or whatever, partners, et cetera. And there's always, it was interesting how you mentioned right at the beginning of the show, you thought it would be boring the first couple you went to. And it's just, it's shocking how much is going on and how much activity yeah. happens, how much commerce happens in a very short time span at these shows. Before we get into the tips and tricks of how hardware startups or companies that are releasing their next product can use trade shows to best benefit their, their product sales, just start with an overall viewpoint definition of what trade shows are and how do they work? Sure. That's a great question. So trade shows are basically, uh, a lot of them are around a specific industry or a specific theme. And so we'll talk hardware. So you mentioned the hardware show, or you mentioned CES earlier, you know, consumer electronics show. These are massive, massive shows. And there's usually a couple different components. One is the exhibit hall, and that's where all the energy is. And that is uh, basically exhibits, uh, companies that go there and they, they bring their best of the best and they bring their new stuff. And so you have a table, you have a booth, and you're, you're there talking to and having attendees in front of you, attendees who are potentially your ideal target audience. People that are there to learn about what's new in the in the industry, to to check out new vendors, to check out new suppliers, to to see the the innovation, to learn about trends that are going on in the industry. There's so much at these shows, and as an exhibitor, you're one little microcosm of that. You've got this this booth, whether that's a small ten by ten booth, which is typically like the starter size. Up to you'll see some of these these multinational companies like you know I think of a, a tool company like a Stanley or uh, you know company Milwaukee Tools that that they they'll have this massive booth like a thirty by thirty and it's multi stories and they've got a staff of thirty people and for for a hardware startup it might be one person it might be the inventor that's the the whole company it might be two or three people. In a, in a small booth, but it's the same people that are walking in front of both booths. They might be there to see the big companies, but now they're walking past your company and they're walking past your booth. So, so you've what you have is possibly you know any from anywhere from a few to hundreds or even thousands of exhibitors in one place. And then typically there's other things going on. There might be work workshops, there's breakout sessions, there's places to go get information about uh, whatever topics that are important to the industry it might be trends, it might be 
uh, how to's, it might be new uh, innovative products or, or techniques or softwares that are out there that are helping the industry. So there's typically a lot of things that you can go to learn, absorb, and then also that exhibit hall where you really get to, to see what's new and what's, what's fun and exciting about the industry. So if I'm a hardware startup interested in exhibiting at a trade show, what are my first steps? First steps is you have to figure out what is the right show for you. What is the right show? Because there's a lot of them. And it, it goes from, like we said, the hardware show, uh, where which is massive, just huge, huge show. It could be very, very expensive to be there. And that might be the best show for you, but it might not be. You have to do your homework. So go to the website of that show and see how many exhibitors are going to be there. How many attendees are they expecting? Where is the show being located? Because you've got, you're going to have a lot of costs, especially for a larger show. You've got a lot of costs that you have to consider. One of those being travel. <laughs> I need to get there. I need to get all my stuff there. And then you have... Uh, so, but first you need to figure out what is the right show. And maybe that big national uh, industry show might not be the best, best uh, show for you. Maybe it's something a little more regional. Maybe it's something more specific. So maybe it's more of a home improvement show. If you're, if you're, uh, product is more towards that angle. Uh, maybe if you're selling direct to consumer or direct to the end user versus going through distributors or going through retail, you need to figure out what is your strategy to market and then pick the show that where the attendees there are going to be the best for you. So that's the first thing is just selecting the right show. And that's going to be based on a lot of different things for your product, your audience, and your budget. Uh, F, once you figure out the right show, you've got to have a strategy to actually be there. So many companies, I, and I see this all the time, of companies that are well-established companies, they, they have that if we show up, people will just will buy and they'll 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 engage with us and they'll want to do business with us just because we're there at the show. And that doesn't happen. And if you think about it, if anyone who's listening has been to one of these big shows before, you've got hundreds and hundreds of booths that you have to walk past. You're not going to stop at every single booth and say, what do you do? You're, you don't have the time to do that. You know, and people are not going to come up to you and ask you, what do you do? Unless there's something uh, compelling reason for them to do that. So that is what you have to do. You have to have a, a strategy. You have to, you have to set the right metrics first. What do I want to get out of this show? What would be ideal for me? So do I want to just get business cards from people? Do I just want to scan badges of the people that come to my booth? Or do I want qualified leads. And that there's a difference there between having a stack of business cards. You could say, have a stack of a hundred business cards. You're like, wow, we just, we did great at that show. And now you're starting the, the follow-up process of calling these people back and you find out that 80 out of this hundred aren't even qualified. So you've wasted all that time on the follow-up. So you have to have the right metrics up front. What do I want to, to get out of this show? And then you want to set the right goals to get to be able to get that to be able to get those uh, metrics that you want so what would make sense for you you know is it uh, 20 qualified leads if maybe you're even selling product right there at the show it's sell, setting this many orders this many orders that uh, you want to get right there at the show and depending on the industry you can you can do that obviously if you have if you're if you're selling a $20,000 innovative product that no one's ever heard of before, don't expect to sell any right there at the show, <laughs> but you're going to start the process of setting an appointment, scheduling a demo, and maybe those are your metrics. It's scheduling that next demo. Uh, so, so set the right metrics, 
and set the right goals and make sure there's very specific goals that you want to get a certain number of sales, a certain number of leads, a certain number of demos scheduled. And then once you do that, once you've got the right goals and, uh, one thing I'll, I'll offer to, to everybody, I'll just throw this out there. I have a, my, what I call my ultimate goal setting workbook just for trade shows. And I will, I'll give that to anybody uh, free of charge and I'll, I'll give my contact info at the end. Well, but, that's uh, very generous. Much so, appreciated. So that is, uh, that, that's something that's really going to help shortcut this process and make, make it very, very specific. So you set the right metrics, set the right goals, and then you got to have this, you got to staff correctly for the show. Um, my my nature by nature is uh, I'm an introvert. And a lot of people don't believe that <laughs> when they meet me, but I, when given the chance, if people are walking past me that I don't know, I'm very reluctant to want to engage that person, and I'll make excuses for them as they walk past my booth. That oh, they look busy. Oh, they're on the phone. Oh, they look like they're in a hurry to go somewhere, at, where that's not true. Everyone's there for a reason. If they're at the show, they want to get business done. They've spent their time, effort, money to be there at that show as an attendee. And they could be your biggest customer ever. And if you let them walk right past, then you're, you're doing everybody a disservice. You're doing them a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. So you got to make sure that you, uh, you staff correctly to make sure you have at least one person there that's not afraid <laughs> to engage with people as they walk past. So we want to make sure you staff correctly and have a question for every single person that's walking past so that you, you grab their attention. What is it that the, you want to talk about, about your product? What is, what makes it different? Why do they need to know about it? I could, I bet if, if you had people one-on-one conversations with you about your product, whatever you're designing or the, your product line that, that, that fuels your income, feeds your family, that you could probably talk very enthusiastically about your products. Make sure you are ready to do that with people. And, but they're not going to come up and ask you what makes your product so special. You've got to start that conversation so you can get to that question, but you've got to have that right question that uh, you're, you're asking everyone because your job is to engage. It's not the job of your, your booth design. It's not the job of your literature because people will look at your booth, no matter how great it is. And they're going to make a decision and walk right past. So you've got to engage someone in that split second. They're walking past. Especially if they're taking a look, right? What a tremendous opportunity. And you notice, especially when you've done a few trade shows, you notice the hesitation, you notice the peak, and that's what you need to be pouncing on. The second that somebody glances at your booth more than a half a second, and you notice that, that means something caught their eye and they may be interested in what you have to offer. What I love about what you're saying too, is it goes both ways. As these folks are walking by, they may also have the same similar a similar level of reservation about just jumping onto your product and seeing what it's all about and seeing if it fits their product line they may be making the same excuses back to you and that's where if you can just put that little bit of extra effort in you can catch them and grab them and what i like that you mentioned so much even you know before that that moment where you're actually on the floor is it all comes down to planning and this is mm-hmm. something that's so important i think about ces i've been there numerous times and You've got to understand CES. There's different sections for different people. There's an entire section, the Eureka section for startups. Then there's entire sections for specific verticals of products. There's sports, there's home automation, there's you know everything up to automotive, which is an entire building just 
for the automotive section, right? Like every area has its own unique features. So just a little bit of planning in advance will help you ensure that you're in the right place. And all of this comes around to increasing your probability that the people who are walking by that your booth are in the right section and are more interested likely than somebody who's over in the, you know, whatever the next General Motors next car is coming in. Yes, yes. And this is all comes down to just a small bit of planning and guidance to really figure out what's the, first of all, the best trade show to be at, and then how to execute at that trade show to give yourself the best odds, especially as a new hardware startup getting into the space there. Oh, you, you are just talking, that's absolute gold right there. Do your homework. And typically the website of the show has so much information if you just go digging in. And once you decide Maybe you even haven't decided yet if you want to be at that show, but go onto their site. Typically, they will have the show floor layout. And like Kevin said, there may be specific sections and you might overlap into a couple sections. You might say, oh, we could be in this section or in this section because our product does both. It hits both these markets. Figure out what is going to be the best one. Okay. One does, you hit one more than the other. So be in that, in that section and also figure out, okay, which of my competitors is here? Because trade shows are a phenomenal place to do some competitive research. While you're there at the show, <laughs> don't just sit behind your table, sit in your booth during the entire time. Get out and explore. And then do your research. Take pictures of your competitor's booth. Grab their literature. And why not even talk to them? You know, Just go up and, and be completely transparent. Hey, I'm with this uh, new company. I love what you guys do. You guys are, are fantastic in the market. Just wanted to say hello and uh, just learn a little bit more about what you do. Why not? You know, if you, a lot if you... of our a lot of our clients that have been acquired have been acquired by their competitors. So wow. there's nothing wrong with opening up the door and having a pleasant conversation, being you know reasonably transparent and being cordial. And talking to your competitors, you know, I think of PetBot, they're acquired by PetCube, who was the big, you know, basically they're trying to compete and take market share away from PetCube with PetBot, which we designed and engineered. Well, it, it was such a splash and hit the market so hard. PetCube just said, well, why don't we just offer him a whole bunch of money and take him over? <laughs> right. So <laughs> don't be it. afraid of your competitors. There's a lot of intel there. And also your competitors is a really easy way to do the research for you. If you're yes. not sure what section you should be in, find and and you may have a new and proprietary product maybe you don't have a competitor but you will have competitive products or alternative mm -hmm. products right just find out where they're sitting and then right then and there you know even just look at the prior year or the whatever else um and if you really aren't sure a really easy thing to do is just visit the trade show this year and plan to go next year right walk yes. the floor and really start feel it out look around and say you know what i could visualize myself right here in this section by these players. And I feel like the people who are coming to look at these products are going to get really excited about my product because it's better for X, Y, Z reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a great advice. And if you have, if you, but if you're in the, in the situation where you feel like I need to be there, you know, I, I can't take a year to, to go and walk the show. If you're in a spot where you're, you're ready to launch and you want to make that big splash, contact the representative from the show and tell them, here's what I'm trying to do. And here's, here's what the product does. And they will help you to figure out where you need to be at the show. And they're also a great resource. If it's a general show, they don't have uh, sections. You could say, where's the best booth? 
because f- you, the last thing you want to be is stuck in a corner that doesn't get near as much traffic as down the main drag of uh, where the flow of traffic is going to be. So have them help you identify here based on your budget, based on what you're trying to accomplish. Here's where there's uh, two or three booth locations that might be best for you. So utilize the resources at the show to help you select the right booth, the right booth location, the right size of booth. And, uh, and help you figure out those questions that uh, you just might not know yet. But if you have the opportunity and you've ne- if you've never done a show before, you might e- want to take the time, like Kevin had mentioned, take the time and go walk a show and do the research that way firsthand. So those are great tips. I, I always, as well, you think of startup mentality, it may be difficult to get the best or the most premium space. A lot of the time, those are reserved for the bigger booths or people who have been there for multiple years or whatever else. Mm-hmm. So you can always look at also starting small, getting your foot in the door. Uh, even at some of the trade shows, even as big as CES, they started to have almost essentially micro booths uh, the last year that I was there. So generally, your minimum booth size is a, what approximately a 10 foot by 10, 10 by foot 10. cube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you set it up how you see fit. And then you can grow on multiples of that. But at some trade shows that are really trying to appeal to the startup market, they may have half sizes, or they may have just table stands, or they might even be organizations that help people pitch products and they buy up an entire section, a hundred foot stretch or whatever. And then they oh, put yeah. 20 or 30 different folks within that, that section. Uh, you can talk to partners that may have sections as well that might, that might say, well, look, we, we, you know, we've got this big booth, but we're going to have three or four partners on board. You know, that's another option. And that helps you dilute the cost. There's many ways to look to, you know, start small and work your way up. But the key is just, you know, as Jim was saying, just start with your research. Absolutely. You can never do enough homework. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to get to the point where you're overanalyzing and you're running out of time, but definitely do the homework to make sure you got the right show and, and that you're planning accordingly. So let's say you, you've picked your show, you've bought your booth space. How do you execute well? Wow. That's a great, great question. So again, uh, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, reference people to go check out my podcast because I've got over a hundred episodes and each episode is a different topic around planning for shows. So I have the very first episode I ever did was goal setting. So there's a whole episode on goal setting. There's a whole episode on staffing on, on creating your booth flow. And that is basically orchestrating a customer journey. Even if it's a 10 by 10 booth and you only have one or two people working it's still the journey that you take people through from meeting them to getting them to understand about, you know, qualifying them first, of course, you want to qualify, make sure you don't get into long drawn out conversations with people without qualifying them. That's a good tip. But, but uh, make sure you, you, you qualify them and then get them into, do you want them to do a demo? Can you do a demo right there? Is your product, uh, can you do a demo there? Do you need to schedule a demo? Whatever you can do and get them, get their contact information and then let them go. So get them uh, to the ultimate end result, whether that is scheduling a demo or just getting their contact information because they've, you've qualified them and then let them go. Whatever that is, you want to orchestrate that customer journey. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of great things there, but you want to make sure that you have, uh, you know, great looking materials. You want the, something that, that doesn't say too much. You want your materials and your backdrop, your banners, whatever, whatever display materials that you have, you want to make sure they're clean and that they're clear in messaging, especially if you have features and benefits that are 
that differentiate you from any other competitive products out there? Or like Kevin said, if you're a disruptor and you have something new uh, to, to share with the world, make sure that you're talking to the people uh, about where their money is currently going and why they need to spend it with you. You know, how are you, how are you different? How are you a better solution overall? So make sure your, your booth, uh, your, your design, your messaging is on point and very easy to digest. People should not have to stand there and read for uh, 30 to 60 seconds <laughs> about your products and because they won't. Let's just put it that way. They won't. You have like a couple seconds uh, where they're going to maybe, like Kevin said, they're, they're walking past your booth. All of a sudden, they stop. Just they hesitate. Just they maybe slow down just a little bit. They maybe just don't, don't even stop. They just slow down enough for you to ask them a qu- quick question. Hey, have you ever heard of ABC product? That might be the name of your product. And, no, I haven't heard about it. Can I tell you about it? Because it and here and then you can launch into your 30 second pitch, but make sure you qualify them really, really quickly up front. Because last thing, and I've had this happen to me, I'm sure you have, Kevin. You'd be at a booth and someone launches into a 15 minute uh, uh, pitch about their product or service, and uh, 30 seconds in, you're like, uh, I'm, I'll never buy from you because that doesn't apply to what I do or anything. So, but they get so excited and they just keep going on and on. And, and we feel, we don't want to feel rude to cut them off. So we just let them talk. Well, so it's, it's a great tip that. to qualify and it works for both parties. Like you said earlier, you know, you're doing nobody, any, nobody, any justice. If you're wasting their time and vice versa, everybody's paid a lot of money to be at that show, whether they're an attendee and they had to travel there or whether you've got a booth and you've set it up. So generally between folks who have been at the trade shows, even just for a little bit, you get into a general understanding that time is precious, mm-hmm. but interaction is also precious. So there's a nice balancing act. And it's one of those things as well. I want to encourage folks, if you're nervous about this, you don't have to be a pro salesperson or any of these things. No. Just if you stick to some of Jim's tips, qualify, keep it very tight, your messaging, short, quick to the point. And you will learn over the course of the trade show how to be great at this. You will start to learn that the, the type of people that you attract and the type of people that you don't attract. And it's all okay. It, it's kind of the trade show is an open invite to this interactive marketplace. That's why everybody's there. So you have to remember, you don't need to be some sort of expert salesperson. You just need to follow Jim's quick tips there. And I would say one of the biggest things as well, if you have qualified something, something you mentioned, Jim, there is get the contact info. Because whatever happens, maybe they're too busy to talk to you now. Maybe they don't want to demo today, but that doesn't mean they're not interested. That just means they might be in that moment busy. But if you've got their contact info, all of a sudden you've opened up that, that doorway and yeah. you can reach out to them later and sort that out and you know take as much time as you want and find a time when they do have time. But you definitely don't need to be super nervous about perfecting it or getting enough people into that pitch if you get that contact info because that contact info of every qualified person, that really is the gold or that let's call it the baseline of the gold, right? Now the quality of it and all that's a whole nother layer, but at least when you have the contact of somebody you think is qualified, everything's uphill from there. Yeah. And remember, you're not qualifying the person, you're qualifying the company. You're qualifying the company they're with. As long as the company is uh, qualifies, they might, could be a good buyer of your product. It doesn't matter if the person in front of you is a, a junior engineer who is never going to buy your product or doesn't have the authority. If, if he's with a company that you want to sell to, then just say, who would be a great person for me to talk to? And they will tell you. They'll tell you, oh, you need to talk to Bob Smith. He's our head of purchasing. 
or you need to talk to this person. Oh, how can I reach him? Oh, just call the, the main number. Here it is. So just qualify the company and then find out, is this person who you really need to talk to or is there somebody else? That's a really good point. And keep in mind as well, there it's a small world. You'll find this out yes. when it comes to, if you're in a specific type of hardware, uh, you'll, it seems like a massive world out there, but there's only a limited amount of buyers and sellers in that vertical. And especially the people who've been around for a while, you know, it's an everybody knows everybody kind of situation. So even if it's not the right person, and even if it's not the right person, the right company, if they really like what you're doing, they may give you a helping hand and pass you on to somebody that they know you would be a good fit for, especially when you're in that small trade show bubble in that aisle on that, in that specific section that's for this type of product. And those people are walking it and you're exhibiting there. There's a bit of a camaraderie that happens in the space. Yes, absolutely. And I, I've seen that happen before. We're talking to somebody and they're like, you know what? We're not a good fit for you, but have you talked to XYZ company? They buy your, your kind of products all the time. So yeah, just uh, be, be nice, <laughs> be cordial, be excited about what you have to do and qualify. Just ask the right questions, ask the right questions. That's all great info. And what, something I found as well, we've had a number of clients that have done trade shows, everything up from very simple, you know, pop-up displays to extremely elaborate. <laughs> I think of a battery manufacturer that we had, Lithium Works. It just had, we custom designed their whole booth and everything for them to look partially like wow. the battery. And it's it quite intense. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's your product that's going to sell. Your product has certain features and keep in mind that these people, the, the people who are prospective buyers of your product or partners or whatnot that are walking by, these are sophisticated people. They understand their market inside and out. So if you can show them a new product that they haven't seen before that has value in the marketplace, very quickly, they're going to see that. And it doesn't really matter how fancy your booth is or how good your pitch was or whatever else. It's your product. At the end of the day, they're interested in buying. And these are buyers for products. So these are the real people that you want to be getting in front of, highly, highly tuned experts at this space. You, you hook them in, as Jim was saying, you show them a little bit of the honey, and then hopefully that's going to stick, if not now at a later point, once you've got that contact information. So again, just your presence being there, if you've planned it right, if you've planned your messaging, if you planned your hook, can be very powerful. Uh, let them do the buying. Let them buy themselves into the product just as much. Yes. Yes. Such great stuff. One other thing I'll throw out there is make sure you're talking benefits over features. Have, because I know, especially if, there, if there's any, any engineers listening, you get so excited about the tolerances. You get excited about the what it can do uh, as far as... Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was a company we were working with that uh, developed solar panels for vehicle use. So they could be mounted on top of vehicles. It was, had a great commercial application for those com those uh, companies that did uh, had roadside work crews that they needed to keep their vehicles running all day, but because they needed to have AC running or whatever the case is, maybe they were running power tools, and so they had these these great solar panels that were for the the on the top of the of the vehicles, and all they would put on their their materials were the the amperage of the, of the uh, panels. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that, what does that mean? Oh, that means we could save $300 a month in fuel. Oh, okay. Well, tell me that. 
I don't, right. I don't know the difference between 500 you know, mega amps and, and the thousand. I don't know what that means and how, what's my ROI going to be. So oh, these things will pay for themselves in 18 months. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's a compelling argument. So make sure you're talking uh, benefits versus just features. A couple of shows ago, uh, we had Takara on the show and she was mentioning that she uses the, so that, um, analogy, every time you give us a, a, a spec, just ask yourself the question so that, and you said, you actually said ah, that yeah. those exact two words when you're saying, okay, it has this amperage so that it'll save you $300 a month. And that's how you really trickle down to the benefits from the features. And that is really something that a lot of inventors get caught up on. It's the small details because you've been building your product for a year, you've you've come up this great thing, you've now got it into production, it's all exciting, you're here at the trade show, and you've been so immersed in your product that you're in the details. But keep in mind that that person walking by has never heard it before, doesn't know what it is, doesn't know what it, what it will do. And you have a very short attention span, as you mentioned here. So that's where, you know, again, I love your, your, your comment about being concise, getting to the point and talking about the benefits so that they, you can hook them. And again, you're just trying to hook them so you can get that contact card or if they're open to a quick pitch or whatever else at that time, go mm-hmm. for it. But really, it's just getting them in the door. And if you can do that well, you're maximizing the value of your trade show, right? And of course, keep in mind, all the while here, you're learning, right? Your first yes. trade show is not going to be your best trade show. And it doesn't have to be because it's your first. So this is just a point to learn the trade show, get an understanding for it, get a feel of it. If you make some mistakes, learn from them. No matter what those mistakes are, maybe you're in the wrong position, maybe you had the wrong pitch, maybe you know there's logistical errors, which can be a bit of a nightmare at trade shows. Learn these things so that when you go to your second one, you're going to be that much better at it, as well as listening to all these prospective customers that are coming by your door to actually improve the product itself. There's so much power to trade shows just beyond the sales. And that's why you know it's important to plan ahead, but then to execute well. Yes. And listen, uh, Kevin, something that you said just that reminded me, just listen to what people have to say. Listen to what they're telling you about your product, about your, you know, oh, we were looking for this. Oh, ours does that. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, so listen to what they have to say because that's going to help you to tweak your marketing, tweak, tweak your presentation, tweak your messaging, and possibly give you ideas of the next generation of product that you're designing is to really meet the needs of what's out there. Because that's why you design a product, right? To meet a need, an untapped need that's out there. So listen to the people. If they're in your target audience, listen to what they have to say at the show and just continue to improve, continue to get better. I appreciate everything you've said here. It's a great high level on trade shows. It's the first time we've done it on the show here. So uh, I know we've just hit the tip of the iceberg here. Where can, first of all, the podcast, what's the name of the podcast? And of course, as always on the show, I'll put all the links in the show notes below so anyone can just click through. Um, But uh, just let the audience know where they can find those 100 plus episodes on, you know, doing trade shows right. Absolutely. Uh, Trade Show University is the podcast. It's available on all the podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, et cetera. And you could listen to all the all the episodes on my website, which is tradeshowu.biz. Click on the episodes tab and, and they're all right there. And if you're on a, a laptop, it's not uh, doesn't happen on, on a phone, but if you're on a laptop or a desktop on the episodes page, there's a search bar and you could type in any topic that you're trying to learn more about, whether that's 
uh, giveaways. I have, I've had a couple episodes um, with people from the, the promo items industry talking about how to select the right things for you. If it's goal setting, if it's staffing, it's, it's uh, how to incorporate food into your booth. I mean, there's, we've, there's so many different topics that we have. So just go there, type that up and, and it'll bring up the, the, uh, the, uh, the interview or the episode that will best meet your needs. So that's how you can listen to that. Oh, that's great. And how, if, if somebody wants to get more serious about trade shows and they want to actually reach out to you to potentially work with them um, on a you know, one-on-one basis to actually help them win at the trade shows, how do they reach out to you and your company? I appreciate that. I've got I've got a program which is perfect for startups. It's called Your Show Success Roadmap. It's kind of like a GPS. It's a GPS for your, your trade shows and it, it helps you get set up with, with between us, we work together, we do a couple hours of intensive uh, deep dive into your business and what your goals are, help you pick the right show, help you set those right goals and get you set for your show so that you have success at that show. And that is uh, if you go to tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap, there's a form on there. It tells you a little bit about the, about the uh, product itself. Or the service itself, and then at the bottom is a place where you could sign up for a free twenty-minute consultation, where we could we could learn. You could learn more in twenty minutes, no obligation, but it'll give you a great uh, great starting point. And then if you wanted to dive deeper into it, just for just for listeners of this podcast, I've never done this before, but the twenty percent off. 20% 20% off the roadmap uh, program. Wow. And uh, it is that GPS, you know, think about it. If you're going to a new city, how, what will we do without our GPS, without Waze or Apple maps or whatever we use? How do we get around? Think of the, your first trade show is that new city. How are you going to get around? You need that GPS, you need that roadmap. And that's what we help you to do. Jim, I really appreciate the offer to our listeners. It's always much appreciated from the guests on our show. And you really need, didn't need to do that because just your advice and tips and tricks today was uh, fantastic and much appreciated. So thanks again for being on the show. And we look forward to talking again. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the opportunity. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast, the show that teaches you what it really takes to bring your product to market and turn it into a big success. This podcast series is brought to you by Maco Design and Invent, the original and leading firm in North America to provide global caliber end-to-end physical consumer product development to startups, inventors, and small product business clients. If you're looking for product development help on your invention, head over to macodesign.com that's m-a-k-o design.com for a free consultation from one of maco designs for design studios from coast to coast thanks for listening and see you next time